fearless females. Welcome back to Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser, and this week my guest is Britt. She is a divorce recovery and mindset coach, a podcaster, an educator, and a TikTok fanatic with big dreams. Through her company, Pretty Divorce, she aims to erase the uncertainty and the stress associated with life after divorce. She prides herself on helping women over with a sense of positivity, empowerment, and optimism. As a jet setter at heart, you'll find Brit in the friendly skies more than on the ground in her home of Kentucky. She soaks up every second she can with her dog, her cat, and her fiance. She'll never turn down a warm chocolate chip cookie, watching scary movies, or a spicy margarita. Everybody, please welcome Brit. Hello. <laughs> uh, so I think I found you on TikTok, right? Yes, you did. Oh, good. And you had an incredible journey. And I'm so excited for you to tell the women. So let's begin. How did your fearless female journey begin? Yeah, I, um, I had a really great life. Up until the point of complete destruction, I was living, I would say the dream as cliche as that sound. I was surrounded by all these great friends. I was married. I had a thriving career. I was like, I was on top of the world and then divorce fell in my path. Divorce came into my life and it felt like such a short time period. I lost everything, Mm -hmm. everything that was comfortable, everything that was exciting, everything that I thought was what I needed in my life and what I wanted in my life. And I was around 28 when I got divorced. So not incredibly young, but kind of at that pivotal point where you think you have it all figured out, but you really don't. <laughs> and so How long were you I, married before. So we were together, I think around six years, only married like two. Oh. Um, so that that's an interesting twist. Right. And, and I think that is an important message that yes, while being married 20, 30, 40 years, it is really hard to overcome and bounce back from divorce. But, but just a short amount of time, can affect your life and it can be really hard to bounce back. So, you know, I, I come to this point and then boom, divorce happens and I was just lost and broken and depressed and being the happiest person in the world up until this point, I was so shaken by the feelings I was feeling and, and yeah. being depressed and not, not knowing how to control my life. Yeah. And was he the one that asked for the divorce? So it was, it's a little complicated and um, I'll just say it was the right thing to do for both of us. Regardless if it was his choice or your choice, it was still, it's still. It rocks your world. It rocks your world, completely rocks your world and sends you on this like spiral of questioning everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's where I was and believing nothing and questioning everything and just feeling empty. Yeah. I've never gone through a divorce, but I've had many, many heartbreaks. Yeah. And, um, you know, when they break your heart or when they cheat on you or when they leave you, say this isn't working out, you, you do start to question yourself. You start to think like, well, was I not good enough? What did I do wrong? Was it that one fight that we had? Was it because I wore red lipstick? Was it because, you know, am I not, you know, having sex correctly? Like you start to question everything about yourself Mm -hmm. And so I could honestly see how it could cause you to go down into a spiral, especially like you said earlier, your whole life was like, you know, yeah, perfect sunshine, perfect. Right? Yeah. Quote, quote, air quotes, perfect. Yeah. And then it wasn't. And then I had to kind of 
go on this journey, which now I can look back and realize was a blessing and has led me to where I am today. But at the moment, you don't. In the moment, you're like, why am I having to go through this? I can't figure this out. I don't have anyone to help me. And so eventually, I could just pull myself together enough to be interested enough to start down that path and to start healing and to start discovering and to start understanding of what happened, who who I am today and like where I want to go, you know, just, you got to process it all and feel the feelings and, and, and grieve because while that person's not dead, now they're not a part of your life anymore. And even though it might not have been the best situation, that was still someone you spent a lot of time with, you know, and that was a friend first. And and so you're grieving a lot of weird things all at once. I think a lot of people don't understand that breakups and divorces, you do have to go through the grieving process because Like I remember my last breakup, I remember just bawling my eyes out and crying and calling my sister and telling her, I just, I'm so depressed. And she's like, mm-hmm. why, you know, cause he was abusive. And so she was like, why, you, you know, you got out of a really good relationship. I'm like, it's not that I want him back. Yes. It's the idea in my head that I created. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was the one and we were going to live happily ever after. And I think all women do that, especially yeah. if you're single and you're going out on dates. Yep. Go on a state, and you already imagine them as like your husband, the father of your yep. children, how yeah. you're going to retire and live happily ever after. So yeah. when that doesn't happen, you do have to grieve the idea of what you thought it was all going to be. Yeah, and let me take that one step farther because when people miss people, no matter if it's a breakup, a divorce, a breakup and a divorce can can hurt equally as bad. So I don't want people out there listening and being like. Well, I've never been married and I don't know what divorce feels like. You you could have felt the same feeling. So I don't want to diminish anyone's breakup and, and say it's not as bad as a divorce. And I don't want to diminish anyone's divorce and say, <laughs> you know, it, so if you're hurting, you're hurting. Pain yes. is pain. But to take it one step further. So you may not miss that person really. And you might not miss the idea of them. What you're really missing is they filled a void in your life. Something you needed, that person was doing that for you. They were they were making you whole by presenting you and giving you what you needed. Ooh. So the trick is instead of missing them, figure out what that is. Is it security? Is it friendship? Is it love? Is it affection? Is it, you know, confidence? Figure out what that is. Feel that up in yourself and you'll set yourself free from missing that person because now all of a sudden you've given yourself what they were giving to you and then took away. Oh, that makes so much sense. And really so like, that's it. <laughs> that, is, that truly is it because yeah. we do look on the outside of us to fill that void that's in our inner world. And so truly, I mean, that is amazing. Literally, I love when Oprah says tweet, tweet. Because <laughs> yeah. that was like something that definitely everybody needs to hear. It's like yeah. really deep. Go down inside of yourself and say, what did he provide or what did she provide or what did they provide? Because it's not just like boyfriend, girlfriend or husband and wife. What if you have a friend and the friend just stopped being your friend out of school? Or a job and you lost that job or a house or like whatever that was giving you, you've got to give it to yourself in some other way, you know, that um, after realizing that, whoa, that, that will set you free, you know? Because you can kind of take your power back and go, all right, while that was nice to have that person in my life, I now don't. 
and and let me step forward into what I do have and give it to myself. So how did you start your healing journey? Like what was your one thing that you, were there anybody, any books that you read or what yeah. was to go see a therapist? Like how did you, yeah. and like for someone who let's, let's just talk to the woman who's listening right now, who just filed ground it. zero, like ground zero. Low, my what life is the low. first step? Looks different for everybody, depending on where they're at, like emotionally, mentally, but for me, I did go see a therapist for a while at first because I, I was so depressed. I couldn't get out of bed. Mm. So seeing someone and talking to someone really helps. And that's why I do what I do today. I do a lot of one-on-one coaching. And while I'm not a therapist, I can talk to you because I've walked your path. And so a lot of people I talk to actually go see a therapist and they talk to me because they're very different conversations. So talking to someone is huge. Even if you've lost your friend group, lost family over your divorce, if you feel isolated, you got to talk to somebody and you've got to find somebody that is not judgmental and that you can share your real feelings with and get them out because you can't keep them bottled up. So I think that's one. Number two, the thing that helped me was I went on this quest for knowledge and understanding of what just happened in my life. Mm. I wanted to figure out like, why did this happen? And how did I contribute to that? And how can I not do that again? Yes. Friendships or relationships or, or intimate relationships. Like what can I not mess up again? You know, cause <laughs> it takes two people in a relationship to make it work. And it takes two people to not make it work. Right. You know, no, yeah. no one's a hundred percent perfect. So talking to someone, finding information to help you process what you just went through, whether that's personal growth, personal development, relationships, whatever you find interesting, I'd say sink into that. And then you've got to find some kind of hobby or activity to get your mind off of it and get your body and get yourself out of that, that space, out of that element. I like to tell people that you can't heal in an environment that you associate with hurt. You you gotta like find something to go do. And for me, it was running. Mm. I got obsessed with running. And listen, I know 99.9% of people hate running. So I'm not (laughs) preaching like, go be a marathoner. But for me, that's what did it because I could consume information while I was moving my body and getting out. It just worked for me. So I think those are really three really good things to do. Talk to someone, seek out information to process, and then go find an interest or a hobby. Yeah, I love those three key things. Seriously, I tell all my clients and all my friends, the very first thing on your healing journey is to get a therapist. Always say like the therapist conversation is completely different. Here's someone who doesn't know your backstory, doesn't know all the players in the game. And it's just there to listen to you, yes, to give you a different perspective, but to really just listen to you and allow you to just like go through and analyze everything. Yeah. Um, But a coach kind of gets you, all right, let's get off the couch and let's move forward. And that's what I love about coaching is like, we are so like, okay, that happened. Let's move forward. Yeah. You still need to process what happened. That's where your therapist comes in. And I also love that you said, and I just started down this knowledge, like course, like I, you need to like consume. And that's the thing. Like I did the same thing. My last relationship, it was very toxic and abusive. And I did the same thing. I was like, wait, I, I can't, I don't understand how I'm still in yet one more toxic, abusive relationship. How do I keep attracting the same narcissistic type men? So I went down that, that whole entire rabbit hole of what am I doing wrong? Because yes, you have like, 
you have to take accountability for your own part of the relationship. Like what was it inside of me that keeps mm-hmm. attracting the same type of thing? So it's like, you have to go down that, that thought process of like, I'm doing the same thing over and over expecting different <laughs> results, which is called insanity. So there has to be someone out there that knows what to do. And, and that's the thing. There are so many books, so much free content. You can't say like, oh, I can't afford uh, Audible or I can't afford to buy books. It's free on YouTube, free books, like free books that you can listen to while I don't have time to read. Well, you can put on your headphones while you go for a walk if you don't like running. Um, (laughs) Just go for a walk around your neighborhood, you know, and or do the dishes with your headphones on. Do your laundry. Do the laundry. Clean your space up, you know, feel yes. better about where you live. A clean home is like a representative of a clean mind and a, a clear mind, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the biggest things. It's like I tell people depression is just repressed energy. Uh, yes. So what the reason why you can't peel yourself out of bed or off the couch or just to get yourself, you have to literally fight for yourself. Yeah. Yep. And you can't allow these negative energies or things that happen to you in your life to defeat you. 1000%. So literally, uh, like release that negative energy by walking, by running, by jumping jacks, by, yeah. you know, kickboxing, yoga, stretching, yeah. dancing, yeah. Zumba, like whatever. Yeah. You don't even need a class. Just put on some Beyonce and just start dancing in your living room. That will yes. completely change the energy and the physiology that's scientifically proven in yes. your body. And yes. the last thing that you said was, uh, I forgot. Have the hobby, uh, oh, yeah. scout information and talk. Yeah, have about. a hobby. Yeah. I, yeah. Definitely. Anything, 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 painting, journaling, singing. If you always love to sing, just start singing. Who cares? It, it, to me, it's like, I always tell people go back to when you were a child. Yes. What made your soul sing? What brought you like pure blissful joy? Was it dancing? Was it running? Was it singing? Was it jumping jacks? Was it playing basketball? Was it, you know, maybe when we were a child, we couldn't do the things that we wanted to do because, you know, either our parents couldn't afford it or we had to go do something for Timmy Tom or whatever. Our brother and sister (laughs) was a hockey player, but now you get to do whatever you want. Yep. You know, I talk to women every day and they're like, I'm just so alone. I'm just so lonely. I used to have all these things to go and be and do. And I'm like, yes, you you have time now to be the person you didn't get to be because right. you were taking care of your husband or doing this or like what, like this storm has cleared a path for you to recreate your life. And yeah. you get to like pick whatever that looks like. And you get to pick who gets to be in it. And you get to pick what you wear and what you smell like and what you look like and how you show up in the world. Like you have the opportunity of a lifetime. You just have to see it that way. Oh, I love that. It's absolutely true. It's people think it's so funny because I, I coach a lot of single women who are like, I just want to get married and I just want to get married. And don't get me wrong. I love being married. I do. But there are some days where I'm like, damn. (laughs) single, right? Like, because I think that we forget all the amazing things of singledom, you know, like you get to travel wherever you want, you get to wake up whenever you want, you get to like, whatever you want, when you want, eat whatever you want, when you want, you could just you have your own schedule, you're not worried about whether someone is like, have they eaten, eaten? have they like had a nap, you know what I mean? Like, 
you're now just in control of you and you have all these beautiful opportunities you have. And for people to say, I I'm alone, especially if they're mothers, like you have children, like Mm -hmm. go Mm -hmm. make some fun trips with your children, go on adventures with your kids, like go and, and, and being with your children can in like completely open your eyes to like their wondrous curiosity that brings you back to your own childhood. And I tell, you know, the moms I talk to like, okay, when you're with your kids, 1000%, you go mom's time. I'm going to make this amazing. And when you're by yourself, you go hard for you. And you're like, 1000%, I'm I'm taking this time. I'm being selfish. I'm doing everything I want to do. And I'm going to invest in me. And if you've got to split your time, that's how you split it, you know, and you just be magical for them and magical for yourself. Absolutely. Divorce is really hard. And I hope to God, I never have to go through that myself. But I mean, you if you can focus your energy on the amazing things that can happen. And like you said, it's like the storm cleared out a new road for you. And if you could like just see it from a different perspective, you know, everything, like you said, in the beginning earlier, you said, you know, back then, it felt like a bomb had completely destroyed my life. But then now you see it as a blessing. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. We could always look back at our journey and say, oh, man, that really sucked. But it, it made you who you are today. And you wouldn't have the same perspective. I don't think you no, not a million helping years. people, right? This wouldn't be your, yeah. your what you're doing. Yeah, right? you, you take your mess, you turn it into your message, you bring good out, you know, and, and the bad. Because really, the the bad in our life, the conflict in our life, it's only spotlighting what we'd rather have. It's only spotlighting what we desire. So people get stuck on when bad things happen to them. But what if that was happening to you to allow you to see what you want and allow you to run after what you do want? If we don't have that contrast, we don't know what we want. We don't know what we'd prefer because... We just have it, you know, so it should make you appreciate like, oof, this doesn't feel good. Let me go. Let me go to something that does feel yeah. good. On another note, um, I think that as females, you know, we've been indoctrinated since we were little that, you know, being married and having children and being the wife is the ultimate goal, you know, yes. and especially in certain cultures, like for me, the Mexican or Asian cultures, it's like, if you're over a certain age and you haven't gotten married, it's like, well, now you're going to be a spinstress for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. And and you get, there's all these, and even now we're in 2022 and we're still fighting these old ideologies that women's only uh, purpose in life is to be a mother, is to be a wife. And, you know, and even though pe- women are trying their hardest, like, I feel like as smart as we are, as educated as we are, as holding like offices like vice president, we are still being ridiculed because they believe that that's all we are. And in the back of our mind, even though we have all these accomplishments and accolades, we still think we're not enough because we're not a mother or we're not married or we don't have that happy home. And, you know, even me, I'm 42. I don't have any children of my own. And I still get those like side eyes from women. Yeah. Like, you don't have kids. Like, yeah. why don't you have kids? I'm like, because I love myself and I love right. my free right. time. <laughs> and, right? and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? And like the sooner in life that you can release others' expectations for you, others' judgment of you, others' 
whatever that people are projecting onto you about their own insecurities, the sooner you can start living, you know, like it's nobody's job to hold me accountable that I don't have children. It's no one's job to hold me accountable that I was divorced before I was 30. It's no, you know, it's no one's job to tell you how to live your life in a way that pleases you. That's none of their business. And like, you got to learn to just block everybody out to, to pull in and bring in the people that are there as your like supporters or that need you and can benefit from, you know, the skills you've been given, but everybody else, I, I just say, go away. You may, you may be on your way because you have no <laughs> business in my life, you know? And yeah. the older I get, the, the closer my circle gets and the happier I am because I know people that surround me are, are on my team and they're cheering for me. And everybody else's opinions. Well, they don't pay my bills, so they they don't they don't belong in my life, you know. Right. I love that. Everyone else's opinions don't pay my bills. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by CoachSnap. Are you looking for an all-in-one platform to help you build your coaching business? Then you need CoachSnap. It allows you to schedule appointments, collect payments, train, and support all of your clients' needs. Health fitness, hockey, football, or even life coaches can use CoachSnap. It's the business platform that will help you be the best coach you can be. <laughs> so how did you evolve into becoming like a mindset coach, a podcaster, and obviously yeah. you're all over TikTok. How did that yeah. <laughs> become your next thing? Yeah. Again, I, I needed this when I was going through divorce. I desperately needed this. And there really wasn't, wasn't this. And there's, Divorce space is interesting because there's a lot of people that will help you get divorced, but there's not many people there for you after. And so I really just saw a need, I saw a hole in the in the chain, and I said I'm going to I'm going to help people and I am so passionate about this and love it and feel blessed and honored that I get to talk to these women every, every day and be just a small part on their healing journey that this is it for me. You know, it's like 24 seven. To me, it's not even a job because it brings me so much joy and love to communicate and connect with these women every day. And men too. I help men too, but mostly women. So it just kind of naturally happened. I've done a lot of really cool, interesting jobs throughout my life, but this, this is like my heart's desire. This is my passion project. So I'll do this I forever. <laughs> I can tell. You seriously, you. I could see your soul shining from within, just knowing that this is where you were meant to, to be and doing the things that you want to do. So what is the name of your podcast? It's the Pretty Divorce Podcast. And, you know, in between everything else, I try to record some episodes and, and talk about some of these things and give people some insight onto what they might be struggling with and some actionable things they can do to move on yeah. and get unstuck. And that's, a, that's the best part is like give, getting actionable items, you know, yeah. because that's the thing about therapy. That's a place where you can go and you just talk and you analyze and you go over things. And it's honestly, it's the best, best to go through therapy because sometimes your friends don't want to hear the same story over and over again. It's sad, but it's true. People who are going through grief or going through heartbreak or going through a lot that your friends don't want to hear it all the time, you know, right. and then it becomes a strain on the friendship. So it's good to go to a therapist because a, they're paid to sit there and listen to you. Yeah. Even <laughs> like go through this same process, thinking process over and over again. But what I love about coaching is that now you have actionable steps to move 
forward, to move the pendulum, to like really get off the couch and have actionable items and to have someone like you who's like just so cheerful and happy. And and honestly, I love that you said earlier, like I've already been down this journey. Yeah. And, And this is what I love about the podcast is like showing people that we can go through the darkest times. We can be in the darkest pits and we will still rise because yeah. we all have the same thing inside of us, which is called like, I, I call it the God particle. You know, you can yeah. call it, you know, whatever it is, but we all are connected by this amazing energy. And yeah. all we have to do is ignite it within each other. It's like yes. being around people that are happy will make you feel happy. Being around yeah. people in misery is going to make you feel miserable. So 1000%. If you find like a person like Brit to like really help you along, if you're going through a divorce, like if, if you're, or if you're thinking about a divorce, yeah. if you've been in a miserable relationship for years on end and you just feel like this can't be life. This is, this can't, if you're already questioning, this can't be life. It really isn't. Life is meant to be enjoyed. Life is meant to be happy. Our souls were meant to feel love, joy, happiness, gratitude, bliss every single day. And if we're not feeling that it's time to discover yourself. And if it's not with the person that you're with, you know, maybe sometimes you need a separation and maybe you'll go back. Maybe you'll go back once you've discovered you. So what would you say as we wrap up this episode, what would you say is your nugget of wisdom for any woman who is listening right now? Okay. This is a big one. <laughs> <laughs> if you can learn how to do this, whoa, you, you've just, you've just leveled up your whole life. So realizing you can only control three things, your thoughts, feelings, and actions. And that's your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. You cannot control anyone else, what they think, how they feel, what they do. When you can get your head wrapped around that and go, I'm responsible for me and I can't do anything about anybody else, but I can, I can handle myself and I can choose to, to do and be and think that that's when, that's when you can start living because you release expectations of others and you, and you have them only for yourself. Yes, absolutely. I teach that all the time. I'm like, your thoughts are everything. They are everything. And I always tell my clients when they're thinking, well, I'm having this negative thought. And I just, I feel like this, you just need to tell yourself, and this is from Louise Hay, a thought is just a thought and it can be changed and it can be changed. So if you're sitting there saying, I'm alone, nobody loves me. I'm always going to be like this. You can easily change those thoughts too. I have so many friends. People love me. I'm great. I'm amazing. And get off that couch, right? That's right, girl. (laughs) Get off that couch. Okay. So how can my audience find you? You can find me on TikTok. Of course, that's my home away from home. I'm at pretty divorced, uh, Instagram, at pretty underscore divorced on my website, prettydivorced.com. And um, I have a new 14 day online course that you can get on my website too. It's called Becoming, and it'll literally help you reset your entire life in 14 days. I love that. So if you guys need anything that's pretty divorced, (laughs) look for Brit. Okay, guys. Thank you again for listening to Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser. If you love this episode, make sure to share it with your friends. You can find me on the internet at fearlessfemale.com, on Facebook, The Fearless Female Movement, on Instagram, at Fearless Female Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And ladies, remember, we have the power to rise and face everything. Until next week. 
Bye-bye.